Gaming is an adventure. You can delve into the deepest sea or soar above the highest mountain. You can become the hero, slay dragons, or rule entire civilizations. You can do this all alone or with the fellowship of the best companions. So what do you say? Are you ready to go on an adventure? This is the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. This week, we are playing a game called Find the Xbox. And we're also talking about the birth of Dreamhaven. Uh, Phil Spencer's prophecy comes true, and Bethesda sells yet another copy of Skyrim for $7.5 billion. But first, I am Manny G once again, and with me, as always, is the TX Andy Man. Hello. Hey, buddy. I really love how you packaged that Bethesda story. Yeah, dude. I didn't even see that, dude. When you laid it on us, I almost giggled. Well, you thought them selling Skyrim on a refrigerator was like the last place you're going to see it. Nope. We they finally got one more just, out of it. We ascended into a different realm. Another dimension, <laughs> if you will. Yes, definitely. Uh, what's up, dude? Oh man, Andy, uh nothing mm. doing nothing really, just trying to uh trying to work. I have one more day of work and then I'm on vacation. Oh, nice. Is this the annual uh Florida trip? Yes, yeah, we're going to Florida. So, uh nice. I'll, I'll just say it now. Uh we're not recording next week. Oh. We're not recording next week. I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be gone. Manny. Uh, but I can't help. You it. know what? I gotta... I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna do a one week podcast on uh, what's the what's the uh, what's the streaming the podcast service that uh, the um which one Spotify the little no 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 it's oh, like the, the... Uh... oh yeah um the free one right yes yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do a one week podcast <laughs> on that and just put it out. Dude, It'll can, probably be two minutes. You can do, you can put it on the regular feed, but um, I won't be able to edit it. So no, I know. Hey, dude, we could have. Listen, yeah. when when the the uh, cat's away, the mice will play, Manny. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm gonna cuss so much. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh no. Oh man. We're gonna lose so our what clean tag. Get- yeah right. Uh, <laughs> what have what the little uh, red e? Yes. What have you been playing, if anything? Have you oh, been, even been gaming? That man? is a really good question, Andy. And I'm so mm-hmm. glad you asked it because I love being called out in public. <laughs> <laughs> what mobile games have you been playing, Manny? Dude, well, I have been playing. There's this one game called uh, Reddit. Yes. Basically, there's stories, and you can put a, a like an up arrow or a down arrow, and if nice. you comment, uh, you have the chance of either losing or gaining karma. Oh, <laughs> uh, so that's that's the game I've been playing. Nice, nice, um, Manny. You ha- you have you have Game Pass, which means you get X Cloud. You can know, actually I... play games on. Well, maybe not your phone, but. I bet, dude. I've been so busy. Yeah, so no. busy. So like, uh, but yeah, things are things are slowing down. Having vacation. Uh, the World of Warcraft Shadowlands pre patch is about to drop. We're thinking maybe Tuesday. That's coming out. Oh, nice. So nice. naturally, I'm gonna miss it. <laughs> I was gonna say, does that mean that? I- does that mean I have to stop playing all the other games? No, no. You uh, you might have a little, just a little longer. But okay. I mean, the game's being released uh, at the end of October, so the pre-patch, you know, it's like it's got to be at least three weeks long. So yeah. maybe, maybe four weeks. I don't know. One, two, three. We'll see. Man, well, I hear pre-patch and all this other stuff. It feels like it's it's like, man, these people sound like they know what they're doing. <laughs> maybe someone <laughs> should take notes. I don't know. I don't know, Manny. <laughs> These are random thoughts of a mad uh, a man a mad a mind mad, okay. of a mad scientist, dude. <laughs> what right, what yeah. about you, man? Before we do these mm. stories, what have you been up to? Mm, still grinding Marvel event Marvel Avengers. It's a, it's a grind. 
It's a real yeah. grind. Uh, and you know, like there's a few of us that are playing and it's funny because everybody's uh, sort of taking on a different approach. Uh, the way the game plays, I didn't pick up on this initially, uh-huh. but I have since picked up on it. Yeah. Uh, but so you can, uh, you know, you can choose any character that you want of the characters that are available. Um, and, and what I did was I picked one. And I stayed with that one and I leveled it all the way up, like through level 50, which are mainly your skill levels. And then there's a separate ranking, which is like, I guess what destiny does with the, um, uh, with the, what do you call it? Light. I forget what they call it now. Yeah. Uh, But it's power. Juice. Yes. Guardian points. Yes. Your guardian points, your Marvel points in this one is called power. And that one goes up to 130, right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, so I got, uh, my character, my, that one character, one character to level 50 power past 130, right? Cause there's, you know, in the end game, you can level it a little bit, a little bit further, but not much. Anyway, uh, I did that and I did that with a second character and I did that with a third character. Well, it was, <laughs> it wasn't up until I got to my third character and this is what fed my decision, what, uh-huh. what, what, um, influenced my decision. Uh, so when you take your and your NPCs, your teammates on these different missions, they are your characters at huh. whatever level you have them at what? with whatever <laughs> skill points you have them, you know? So I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm like playing with a bargain bin Hulk on my team. Ew, uh-huh. you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh so, uh, so I decided to level a third character and I brought my two, my Captain America and my Iron Man. Those are the two that I had decided these are the guys that I'm going to use. Naturally. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I leveled Thor all the way up. I just, I just finished him up today. I don't think I'm going to be doing it again. It's such a, it, it's a real grind. Yeah. If you want to play all those characters in, at that high a level. And I don't know, man. I just, I, I personally don't feel it's necessary. I was content to have just two. Uh, I did do a third just because I thought, well, at least I can have some, a, a few really strong wait, characters with me. Wait, I thought mm. you were going to main Hawkeye. Is that not true? No, Manny. What? Wait, is Hawkeye the, is that the, the uh, PlayStation exclusive Hawkeye? No, is that's, that why Spider-Man. No, Hawkeye isn't even released yet. He's a DLC, but man, I don't know, dude. I'm, I'm just I'm, trying to make fun. I know. I know. I think, <laughs> I think honestly though, I think that, uh, at this point, I'm probably going to maybe dabble, you know, try out whatever new thing they put out. I'm sure they've mm-hmm. got plans to put out something out weekly, but, um, and, uh, and then I did start, uh, Wasteland 3. I think last oh, you week did. Maybe. I yeah. don't know if I talked about it last week, but do the the RPG? Yes. Yeah. How do you like it? I, I like it a lot, bro. Oh, it's, really? Yeah, man. This is really good. It's pretty do you graphic think because you're an older, more mature gamer now. <laughs> maybe, maybe <laughs> it's pretty graphic though. The story seems very compelling and interesting, you know. Yeah. And uh, there was, uh, you know, how typically the uh, well that type of. Um, RPG has the sort of the NPC character in front of you and he's just kind of standing there talking to you, right? Delivering his, his uh, narrative. And then you respond way in one way or another. And then, Uh you know, on it goes. Yeah. Well, it, it was one of the first few of those, one of the first ones actually. And, uh, he's going on and on and on. He's pretty lively character. And, uh, the dude, the dude's head just explodes, <laughs> right? I guess he got sniped by an off-camera character, and I mean, Dev was just like, "Oh my god, what am I?" <laughs> but it was like, "Oh wow, that was entertaining." Uh, you know, the the character was pretty entertaining, yeah. and and uh, the the um, the lines that they have written in there are are pretty good, man. So it it uh, it, uh, it 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 does. Uh, have me my interest is peaked mm-hmm. we'll say nice. anyway that's where i'm at bro but we have a show to do bro i'm i'm yammering on did we absolutely have a show we're gonna first talk about uh well last week we uh we dumped the rumble on in the Sony. jungle 
<laughs> yeah. The Sony- Thrilla in Manila. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so PS5 launch, terrible. The NVIDIA's uh, uh, 3080 launch, not so great. And by the way, as a side note, the NVIDIA's uh, 3090 launch that just happened, no different from the 3080 launch so so we still not learned awesome. nothing yeah in a week so yeah you can't buy one they're all sold out so uh mm. but okay with playstation the big difference was that uh they started selling them before yes. they said you can buy one so you know a yes. normal honest practical person was just like huh, i'll just wait till they say we yeah. can buy them and, and then i'll try uh yeah. Yeah, they all got gobbled up, right? So the the stupid Walmart ruined it for PlayStation (laughs) again. Yes. Uh, PlayStation's like, no, no, tomorrow. We'll sell it tomorrow. (laughs) And then an hour later, Walmart's like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Yes. Uh, So so the Series X uh, and S that that the pre-orders went live. so it was at a certain time. Everybody mm-hmm. tried it. The whole world, millions of people and uh, websites did nothing but melted. crash. Melted, bro. Totally yes. melted, dude. I had a friend named Matt. Shout out to Matt. He hey, was Matt. ordering. Yeah. He uh, he went to order one and he was able to get one in a cart finally, mm-hmm. uh, but it wouldn't let him check out and it just kept crashing. So he couldn't buy mm-hmm. one. And I had other friends at, from work that were trying and couldn't get one. So, and I just logged into a bunch of websites just now to just see if I could grab one. But no, like everybody Nothing. says sold out, unavailable pre-order. Not for yeah. you. Not yes. for you. May I relay my experience? Yes. Tell Andy. me what happened to you, Andy. Well, um, uh, so I like everyone else on the planet. And possibly off the planet, uh-huh. um, yes. logged in to see uh, what we could find, and um, so I chose Best Buy. Right? I probably, sure. you know, I'm sure many people pick different sites. I chose Best Buy, uh, and I logged in, and I had the screen up, right, the page yes. where the coming soon Series X, uh, Series S were listed. And oh, by the way, I did I didn't even attempt the PS5 because of like everyone else. I was like, yeah. oh, those they're already selling. Oh, they're sold. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So I I pulled it up and Best Buy for me. I don't know how it was for everyone else. For me, said uh, coming soon. Right, yeah, ten fifty five. Okay, coming soon. Got it. Refresh 1058 coming soon. It makes sense, right? Because they weren't going to go on sale in Texas yeah. until 11 a.m. And 11 o'clock hits and I refresh coming soon. Huh. I refresh coming soon. Okay. Refresh still over and over again. Dude, I, five minutes. I tried to sort of go through the rabbit trail of like, you know, PS5. Maybe it's a different page. Maybe I'm not in the right section. No dice, bro. It never changed from coming soon. And so I just let it be, right? I was like, oh, well, whatever, right? (laughs) We had already talked about, uh, you know, this doesn't really matter. There's nothing at launch that you want to buy anyway, you know? True, true. And I tried again for some reason. I tried because I Googled them. I'm like, why isn't Best Buy, like, putting them up for sale? I think I tried again maybe an hour and a half later. And finally it came up. Like – you know, add yeah. to cart. Yeah. And I added to cart and it did the whole thing where it's, it said, because of the volume, this item wasn't added to your cart. And <laughs> I think I tried it like two more times. Yeah. And the third time it was in my cart, I checked out and I paid for it and I got a confirmation number. So I was like, no way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I got one. Dude. I got one. Wow. Uh, but dude, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know what happened there. I don't know if Best Buy was able to like just. I don't think they put them up for sale right away. I think they they held off for whatever reason. And that's uh, crazy. Yeah. And I was able to pick one up that there way. There you go. So, yeah. Wow. There well, you I go. Well, I guess you won. Well, well, I mean, did I win, Manny? Did I? Well, 
We'll see. Hey, well, I'm, I'm going to be able to crush that launch title of uh, Beyond Light on my free game uh, uh, game pass, dude. You're so. going to be able to play some Doom Eternal. That, but we'll we'll talk about that later. Yes, uh, and also, uh-huh. also, just really quick because we we don't have it in the notes for today. But the other thing to talk about is the cost of the memory oh, yeah. expansion. Holy. Yep. Um, dude, my heart dropped. I was like, "Welcome, me? Andy, to the cost of uh, of uh, MVME drives, buddy." Jeez, that is, no dude. Same thing. Like the, um, you know, you want to upgrade your PC's uh, memory or uh, a hard drive, and you want to use that type of technology. Those are just mm-hmm. coming out. That are, I mean, they're all kind of coming out at the same time. But that particular speed, dude, you got to pay a lot. Like yeah. a whole lot, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. It's insane. It's insane, man. It's pretty, pretty nuts. I think the average person was probably not thinking they'd cost that much. They're probably remembering like memory cards of, in you know, the old days yeah. where you used to plug in something, you know, when like you, when you console. say that, when you say the average person, you're talking about me, aren't you, Manny? Oh, yeah, not, not you, like specifically, just, you know. <laughs> Other humans. <laughs> Someone like you. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, but super pricey, dude. That that's a sticker shock for sure, man. Like, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. No, definitely. And and there's definitely it's 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 high. It's mm-hmm. it's super high. But for instance, mm-hmm. like uh Samsung, they're they just you know, they're releasing their four their PCI Express four pro SSDs, their nine eighty um, those suckers, dude, the one terabyte, those dudes are like, uh, like two thirty, I think somewhere around mm-hmm. there. So, you know, pretty comparable, right? Right. Still right. super high. It's only one terabyte. It's only one yeah. terabyte. And I'm also seeing right here. Let me see. Samsung's website selling it for, uh, let's see. Sorry, dead air. But, uh. Jeez, three forty nine, three forty nine for one terabyte. Goodness gracious! And the, and the other thing. Now we're getting into this. This wasn't really a part of our yeah. our story, but uh, but I think it's good conversation. Um, is how much memory are we going to use? Right? Like I think about the yeah. memory that my my last gen uh uh used for one game. Yes. And now we're here today in this current gen, right? And the games like, dude, even Call of Duty. Look at Call of Duty. Oh, massive. Yeah. It should just come on its own drive. Yes, exactly. <laughs> 130 gigs or something crazy like that. Remember the story yeah, we, we did on the size of Red Dead Redemption? Yes. Yes. And, and, and that's like average size now. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's getting bad, so, dude. I know. So, so I just think about like, well, wow, the next generation with all the fancy graphics and all that stuff. And, and granted, you would think that that generational upgrade also comes with maybe a more, um, you know, a more efficient way of storing that information. Uh-huh. But I don't know, dude. I don't know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, as far as like compression technology, I don't think that's really changed. Like stuff's getting bigger because there's more assets. I think there's a couple things to do. Either go mm-hmm. crazy and spend, you know, 200 bucks a pop on these things and just have like a bunch of them because you don't care yeah. about money. Or <laughs> right. you can't, if you have like this crazy fast internet and no caps, just, you know, you want to play a game, just download it, delete it when you're, when you're sick of it. Yeah. But I think what's going to be really popular is just buying like like a 10 terabyte giant drive uh, mm. that you're not going to play the games off of, but you're going to be moving games from your internal drive and you could kind of just move them back and forth. So if you're right. going to be playing these three games, four games, whatever, those are on your box and your whole library is on the external. And, you know, when you get the hankering for pay- playing that, you know, Madden 2020 yeah. uh yeah. just just move it over you know it's gonna take a little you know a few minutes to move but uh, because than downloading dude, it from the interwebs 200 bones over and over on these little things oh, right? right especially right. with little tommy 
having his like you know his three year old little sticky fingers grabbing these things and like losing them, and then you're gonna find them in the toy box. Like, I hate sticky I, fingers. Oh, okay, I thought you were gonna say I hate little Tommy. I was gonna say poor guy. <laughs> Little poor Tommy, <laughs> you're such a little jerk. Because it's a little <laughs> tiny thing, right? Like, like someone's yeah. gonna misplace that pretty easily. Oh my god, I know. Swallow it. I don't know, man. It's crazy. <laughs> well, before we leave the whole uh, pre-order thing, yes. Uh, good news: Xbox One mm-hmm. uh, X sales increased by seven hundred and fifty percent on Amazon. Oh, dude, I saw that, and I just thought <laughs> to myself, like, hmm. I wonder. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's just grandma hearing their grandson saying, "I want an Xbox X," and just yes. buying it. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. Listen, Manny, I'm no detective. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no Sherlock Holmes, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we saw this coming. Oh, yeah, Everybody right. saw this coming. Yeah, but well, you know, good for them. Hey. I salute you, Microsoft. There you go. A sold Xbox is a sold Xbox. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Good mm. times. All right, let's move on to uh, this next story from Venture Beats. Blizzard co-founder Mike Morheim launches a new gaming endeavor called Dreamhaven. Now, I oh, know yes. this. If you have fancies to be tickled, this is all over it. Andy, when I heard this story, yes, my uh, my excitement level uh, went through the roof because yes, if I could recall, when I heard this, I wasn't excited about anything. I think I was just working. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, uh, dude. Okay, Mike Morheim is the kind of guy that you just everybody likes. He always yeah. he went BlizzCon. He he would always open the convention. And everybody would love just hearing Mike Morheim because he was just such a positive person. He was the guy Un- that said, um, like, unlike, when- unlike little Tommy, right? Yeah. <laughs> unlike Tommy. That's right. Yeah. So like, remember when Diablo was having all these issues and they had all these assets for another expansion, but they had already decided that they were not going to be doing another expansion for Diablo. They had mm-hmm. all this content. Mike Morheim said, "Just give it to him for free. We're not we're finish finish up these projects. Just release it. Give them to the players for free." Like he has historically been for the player in a massive way. People yeah. love Mike Morheim. Over time, mm-hmm. Activision kind of took over, and yeah. more and more assertive with Blizzard Entertainment. Now we hear that it's it's definitely not the Blizzard of old. But uh, right. this article here says Mike Morheim, the co-founder of Blizzard Entertainment, has launched a new gaming company called Dreamhaven, and it is establishing two new studios, Moonshots and Secret Door. Oh, so in an interview with Venture with a uh, game uh, Games Beat. Oh, Gainsby. I thought the actual interview was with VentureBeat. My bad, but it doesn't matter. Mm, uh, Morheim okay. said he, he and his wife are funding the venture themselves because it's important, it's important to control the destiny of your company at its early stages. After spending 27 years turning Blizzard into one of the biggest gaming companies in the industry, uh, they had over 4,000 employees, uh, w- which is incredible. He left in mm-hmm. 2018. So, uh, Dreamhaven, what is it? What's going on? Um, so him and his wife, they're starting the company. They are totally funding the whole thing. So thankfully he made enough money with Blizzard to be able to do that. So far, the right. company has 27 employees ac- across all three, uh, entities and is hiring more staff. So mm. Dreamhaven, Secret Door, uh, Moonshot Games. Those are three different right. entities. They're all making mm-hmm. games. So as far as what games are they making, we just don't know yet. Uh, but they're being led by some ex-Blizzard top talent. People like uh, Dustin Browder and Ben Thompson. Dustin Browder was uh, 25 years. Uh, his role included being the director for StarCraft II, Heroes of the Storm. He also worked on Command and Conquer and The Lord of the Rings. Thompson's credit includes creative director for Hearthstone and art direction for the World of Warcraft trading game uh, with additional credits for Dungeons and Dragons, Magic the Gathering. 
the people that are in charge at this new studio or this mm-hmm. new, uh, I guess, group of studios, they're like the dream team from Blizzard Entertainment. They're some of the, the top talent there at Blizzard. And it is nothing but pure excitement for me because these people are the people that are responsible for the great gaming experiences that I've had for the last decade. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, as we know, the story, like we went over uh, several episodes ago where where um, uh, Kotaku kind of blew the lid off of what's going on at Activision Blizzard, how it's not good. It's all about mm-hmm. money. And, and uh, this is kind of like, you know, they left. They're starting again. They have all the experience. They have the money they need, and they're just going to do things the way they feel they need to be done without an overlord squeezing them for every penny. Right, right. So this yeah, is man, crazy. Be, this is great. It, it'll be interesting to see what new IP uh, or IPs they they come up with, right? Um, yeah. The uh, And like you said, man, the pedigree. Like it feels like, man, is this the – is this where the next world of Warcraft uh, begins, right? Yeah. Uh, and what is that going to look like? You know, not to give people like f- false hope or anything like that, but yes. But it's not outside of the realm of possibility, especially with with uh, with those names that you mentioned. None of whom I'm familiar with, but I know that you have pretty intimate knowledge with all these folks. Have, being such a, a, a you know, a, a, an avid player of Warcraft and, and yeah. uh, many other Blizzard titles. Yeah, like I, I love Dustin Browder. Like I, I really do. Mm-hmm. He's he was he's like a really really cool person. But he did a lot of great work at Blizzard, especially for like Heroes of the Storm and stuff. And mm-hmm. it, just dude, all these na- there's like there's so many other people that I didn't even read. Like there's tons of people. But if you go to DreamHaven.com. You see, there they have a website. They got a bunch of information, but they have uh, they have some art up here, and it's mm-hmm. it's really interesting art. Like everything from like uh, like ships that are like attached to like blimps that are flying these little jet things. It's really cool mm-hmm. looking lighthouse and kind of a whimsical fantasy feel. Uh, it it's dude, I'm just excited. I have no clue it- what's going to happen, but I'm excited. It gives me the sense, like if I were to describe it in layman's terms, yeah. <laughs> to borrow a term from you, Manny, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it looks very like uh, it has like a sort of steampunk vibe with some medieval action happening in there. Yeah, right? a little. Uh... So we've we've got some technology. Yes. Uh, right. Flying around. But we've also got like uh, uh, wagons. Uh, pulled by horse, right? Some yeah. countryside. Kind of reminds me ships. of Shire a little bit. Yes, with with jets and little flying <laughs> gizmos, we'll call yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. It looks so, super cool, man. I I mean, you know, they've been I'm sure they've been working on this for a long time. They've probably before they all left Blizzard, uh, I'm mm-hmm. sure they were talking and thinking and, and getting things figured out, but so, I mean, I don't know. I have really high hopes. Uh, another studio that was formed from ex-Blizzard employees was uh, Bonefire. They've been around mm-hmm. for a long time. A lot of really, really cool art from them. We still don't know what project they're working on. Uh, Second Dinner is another one that they're working. I believe they're working on like a Marvel game perhaps. But, mm. yeah, a, a Blizzard. Uh, rest in peace. Re- rest in peace, Blizzard. Goodbye. Yeah. It's not even that company done. anymore, bro. <laughs> it's a husk of its former self. All right, man. We, we've got two more stories. They're two big stories. Big ones. Uh, yes. The, I guess we can go with the, the first one first. Happened on Monday, I believe. Mm-hmm. Microsoft to acquire Zenimax, the parent company of Bethesda. Yeah. Yeah. Out of nowhere, dude. Amazing. L- like many, many uh, uh, things of note. Yeah. To sort of go over here, but uh, do, would you like me to read this one, Manny? Sure, sure, dude. Go for it. You ready? Uh, from uh, Xbox uh, itself. 
Yes. Pretty acla- critically acclaimed creators of The Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Wolfenstein, Doom, Dishonored, Quake, Starfield, and more join Team Xbox. Today is a special day as we welcome some of the most accomplished studios in the games industry to Xbox. We are thrilled to announce Microsoft has entered into an agreement to acquire ZeniMax Media, parent company of Bethesda Softworks. Whoa. As one of the largest, most critically acclaimed, privately held game developers and publishers in the world, Bethesda is an incredibly talented group of 2,300 people worldwide who make up some of the most accomplished creative studios in our industry across Bethesda Softworks, Bethesda Game Studios, id software zenimax online studios arcane machine games tango game game works alpha dog and roadhouse studios that's a lot of studios man yes these are the teams responsible for franchises like the elder scrolls fallout wolfenstein doom dishonored prey quake starfield and many more <laughs> so many uh this story Kind of oh came gosh, out of nowhere, dude. right? I mean, at least I wasn't really, un- I wasn't really aware of it. No, completely unexpected. I don't think this was leaked anywhere. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently, and and I looked and looked and looked for the article, and I just couldn't find it. But apparently, somebody that worked at Bethesda, like a high up person who had left, said that this deal had been going on for over a year. That they've been negotiating wow. and trying to get this to happen. They also said one of the reasons why is because they had uh, so many of their games had to go into a multiplayer focus because that's kind of where the money is. They were losing mm. a lot of money on their like storytelling, you know, single player type things. So that's so the, you know, av, as we have seen Bethesda get worse and worse from a consumer standpoint over those last year or so, mm. um, two years or what have you. That was all a result of financial pressures. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we saw all these decisions they were making, going back on their word with stuff like Fallout 76, the year you'll never have to pay, be able to pay for power. But then when you're paying for convenience, you're actually paying for quite a bit of stuff that people would consider to be like just over the oh. line. Oh, right. and your own private server too. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, the, you know, so it was like, like over time we're like Bethesda I hate you now like you've become a monster we don't like you for your greedy ways but I mean as it turns out they had to from their perspective Mm -hmm. financially so this deal comes at a massive relief Um, they've been acquired for the cost of 7.5 billion dollars that is insane like, should we take a moment to digest that? <laughs> I think we should, dude. They spent that- $2.5 billion in 2014 for Minecraft. Right. Which was, an, uh, like, that was, like, Minecraft was extremely popular. They've done really well with that. But that was, like, wow, that's insane. Yes. Yeah. Seven yeah. and a half. That's crazy. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, Matt, uh, who joins us from time to time, we love Matt. He, uh, and I think it's out there. I, I don't know the source exactly. I saw it in another article as well. Uh, just for context, put in here, Disney bought Lucasfilm, uh, for 4.05 billion in 2012 <laughs> and Marvel for 4 billion in 2009. So yeah. like when we compare it to those things, it's like, Wow, that's insane. Like that is, insane. is, are all those games, uh, more valuable than those two franchises, right? Marvel and, well, and uh, Star Wars. Honestly, I mean, whatever those the value is today, the mm-hmm. value of all those properties, they're going to go up a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a whole lot. And like, mm-hmm. I think with the key to all this, to Microsoft's strategy, is Game Pass. Yes. Right? I mean, they yeah. went from 10 million to 15 million in like a quarter, something like that. Like, yeah. that's crazy. Like, the, the value you get out of Game Pass is absolutely absurd. So, yes. as soon as we hear this news, what's everybody thinking? We're thinking, dude, we're going to get all these games on Game Pass. Right. And, dude, October 1st, Doom is coming to Game Pass. 
So that's, yeah, that's, yeah, right. That's the first one. Uh, also, mm-hmm. Dishonored Two is currently on Game Pass. It was on the list to leave after this announcement. It's been taken off the list, so it's mm-hmm. staying. So, like, pretty soon, Andy, we're gonna see all the Fallout's, uh, mm-hmm. uh, ESO, Skyrim, Prey, Wolfenstein, Rage, like, Rage Two. It's all coming too. Yes. Yes. And uh, uh, like you said, right, I think Fallout 76 is already on there, right? Uh, it was. I don't know if it's on there currently. Okay. Uh, still, though, right? Like yeah. New Vegas. Well, be like there back. are some there are some properties there that are like, you know, yeah, beloved. And like those are games that people love. Right. And they still want to play. So, yeah. Um, yeah, dude, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's a lot of new acquisitions and a lot of new games on Game Pass, but then like, how many studios does that bring them up to, right? Yeah. I think it's 23 studios now. That's so massive. That's fantastic. Dude, this is really, really good news, dude, for, uh. Right, right. Yeah. But, but so many questions come from this, right? Like there's a lot of chatter out there on, on the interwebs, on the, on the YouTubes and, yeah. and, and all that stuff, uh, about like, what does this mean for exclusivity, right? Like, oh man, that is such uh, a good question. You know, going forward, there were some deals out there already that were in place that were, yes. you know, uh, I don't know how exclusive to PlayStation for X amount of time. I, f- I, think you probably know what games those pertain to. Well, there were to. two exclusives and they they did say that they're going to honor those original deals. Right. So whether they were permanently exclusive or timed exclusive, whatever was already set, they're going to keep them. Which is yeah. hilarious because Microsoft is making an exclusive for Sony. <laughs> for Sony. It's so crazy. It's madness, right? Yeah. But, but like, so like, I feel like this is sort of Microsoft putting their money with their mouth is. Now, I say mm. that and, you know, but, but look, I'll be very honest. Part of me had kind of written Sony off saying like, well, Microsoft says that that Sony and, and Nintendo aren't their competition, right? They don't yeah. view them as competition. And so I bought that a little bit, right? I was like, well, they, they have a, a much bigger plan ahead. Uh-huh. And then Sony kind of comes, you know, like – they were trading blows and it seemed like, yeah, man, they're, they're, dude, this is great for us. We're just eating popcorn, watching just like the value of our, our current purchases just go, just skyrocket, right? Yeah. Um, this kind of makes me think like, oh, wow. Oh, oh, okay. They weren't joking. You know, they, they were telling the truth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're like, they're not even thinking about Sony. But then I'm like, okay, so. Like what's Sony gonna do now? Like, are they gonna well, go out there and I like mean, who could we buy? You know, they're operating at such a, a high level. This is unattainable for Sony. Sony doesn't have mm. this kind of money. Sony right. absolutely does not have this kind of money. They cannot do anything like this. It is right. impossible for Sony to match this. No, like it's it's just not even possible. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. you're you're totally right. This is they're playing a different game. Like Microsoft yeah. is not playing the the console war game, yeah. Which, yeah, and like, and I remember when we talked about that when Phil Spencer said that, and part of me kind of thought like, you know, they know they're not going to catch up, so of course, you know, you want to kind of control this, the yeah. narrative a little bit right, and say, right. well, you know, we're not really competing with them; we're kind of doing this other thing. We're like, yeah. sure, Phil. Yeah, if you're setting the rules, then you get to say if you win or not. But, but evidently, uh, they're playing a different game and they're, I think they are winning. Like this is, this is insane. Well, and you know, like, uh, we could say that, right. But I think really, I think in, in, in now I say this knowing that, you know, yes, like you, you mentioned, we see, we're, we're watching the value of our game pass go up and up and up. But at some point, right, like the other shoe is going to drop and, and we're going to have to start forking over the 17.5 billion, you know, out of uh, our pockets. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's I think that's that's a foregone conclusion now. Yeah. I, I just can't see how they're they're making all these uh, acquisitions and, and how do we expect to pay the same amount for 
for that service. I don't know how that happens. I'm preparing myself for the worst and hoping for the best, right? Yeah. Um, but, uh, like maybe, maybe Sony can't respond at this level, but dude, some, they're going to do something, right? To try yeah. and stay in the game. And I think what, what the result is, not only do we see, uh, you know, the value on, on the Microsoft side, right? Go up, which means that by extension, the PC, right? Because they're in that market as well. Yes. Um, but, but also the competition, right? Is, is creating really good value for us right now. They're, they are fighting for our, for our attention. Yeah. And, uh, I think that we're, Right this in this moment, we're reaping the benefits of that. We're gonna probably pay for it later, but uh, <laughs> but right well, now, yeah, right, we get to benefit from that. I think that we're not gonna see prices go up for years, and here's mm -hmm. why: they're doing the whole bundle thing, like the all access, and they're guaranteeing you a certain monthly price over a certain amount of time, which includes Game Pass, and it includes the price of a console. They're not going mm. to try and tinker and raise that price in the middle of people's contracts. Like, there's no way they're going to do that. So I think that guarantees right. us, at least for several years, that Game Pass is going to remain at the same price. But mm -hmm. pretty soon, all of us who spent $1 on Game Pass were eventually going to have to pony up if we want to keep playing with Game yeah. Pass. So, right. like, I'm going to come to a crossroads and I'm going to be like, well, I don't really watch Shh. Netflix anymore. <laughs> so I'll just move that money over. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> sorry, Disney plus. Yeah. Like I don't, I dude, I got Disney plus for the Mandalorian. I canceled yeah. it and I'll do that again when the next season comes out and then I'll cancel it again. Cancel it again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. But it's the same with like a game pass. Like people could have the same mentality. They're like, well, I want to play this game, this game, this game, and I'll pay for it for two months and then I'm done. And then I'll go back in four months after that or whatever. You know, it's like you can think of it in those terms now. Like when you want to mm -hmm. play Halo Infinite, just pay pay the Game Pass price and then move on. If you love the game, buy the game. If you love the service, yeah. keep the service. So you right. now have more options and more choices. All of them involve you spending money, but you get to decide how much you want to spend and I think that's a huge win for us and it's a win for them too because they're still making money. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm this, I yeah, think we'll this see. next year or so is, is just, uh, it's like, I think, I feel like we're on a different ride now. Like I feel like yes. things are changing. Well, and then, and then, uh, you know, we, we're focused. There's just so much to digest here, right? And, yeah. and before, you know, I'm sure we're probably going to move on from the story here pretty soon but i do want to also kind of bring it back around to what you were saying at the beginning of the story which was uh you know all the sort of problems that uh bethesda was having and how they were just sort of falling apart and you know the the you know absolute mess that yeah. um uh that uh, fallout 76 was with all their sort of you know tinkering with the uh microtransactions in there yeah do we see Bethesda sort of return to glory, right? And say like, hey, you know what? We're focused on giving you the games that we started off giving you, right? We're, we're out of the microtransactions, try microtransaction business. We, we hooked up with, with, you know, a sugar daddy with deep pockets, you know <laughs> what I mean? And, and then, uh, I don't know who it was that mentioned, uh, you know, um, who do you call them? Outer Worlds. Folks. Yeah. Yep. What's that company called? Obsidian. Again? Obsidian, yeah. right? Under that same umbrella and are we does this open the door for more New Vegas yeah type uh fallouts, you know? Dude, I mean? There's I, just so much here. So yeah. much here. There there is and I and I do kind of realize that this story is kind of like makes us bounce around to all kinds of different topics, but it's such yes. a huge deal. That I think it kind of, you know, it, it demands that all these thoughts come out because yes. having having like a, a, a new Vegas coming with Bethesda's collaboration or help or, or uh, Obsidian's, you know, help or whatever. That's definitely possible. 
Whereas before mm-hmm. it was like, ah, it's never going to happen. Right. So, so yeah, it, yeah. it's now possible. And as far as uh, like microtransactions going forward, I think they'll still be there, but yes. I don't think they'll be as bad. And right. Phil Spencer, I watched an interview on, I think it was CNBC, was was like, you know, he was saying that he's basically going to try and leave these studios alone, just like they've right. been doing with all the other studios they acquire. Make them I was free say, to be creative. He's been very consistent with that messaging, so yes. there's no reason to believe that that's not going to be the case right now. Yeah, yeah, and and like mm-hmm. you know, we we know that uh, based on that that article I mentioned, that interview I mentioned earlier, we know that Bethesda, a lot of their game development was having to be funneled through financial decisions to hit certain number of sales for here and there, mm-hmm. you know, all these different things. So all of that had to be in mind when they're developing games. So we are now under the impression that that is going to change, that they're going to be free right. to make the games that they just want to make without worrying about that stuff. So mm-hmm. we might get the, you know, all these games that like we see and we see how they've fallen short because of the, these obvious financial demands that might mm-hmm. change, which is, I think is, I mean, this is a, a recipe to recreate Bethesda and to earn back loyalty of the thousands of fans that they've lost in these last few years, which I think is is an amazing uh, possibility. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's certainly very exciting. Uh, this is definitely a story that is going to probably keep coming up. Yeah. Uh, m- more than once going forward, especially, you know, in the news cycle. So I just, I can't wait, uh, to see this, this, uh, acquisition grow into whatever it is that we're going to get from it. But I think it's a tree that's going to bear many fruits. Mm. Uh, I think it's, it's safe to say, you know? Yeah. Indeed, Andy. But you know what this podcast really needs, Andy? <laughs> we need What's more that, Cloud Bell. Yes, sir. We that's do. What we we need, do. Dude. <laughs> Dude, what's up with this whole Luna thing, man? So I guess, look, we know Amazon is trying really, really hard. Now we can have an entire discussion, and we've had discussions yeah. of, about whether or not they've been successful to this point. Yeah. Needless to say, right? Very, very promising uh, IPs that, we are, that we're seeing over there, right? Some maybe are having a little bit of trouble getting off their feet, right? Yeah. But I don't think they've had but, a successful uh, launch yet. <laughs> yeah. But they're fair. figuring it out. And yeah, you you have to you have to give them credit for, you know, trying. Yeah. Right? But also I feel like they're they're they have been uh to a degree receptive to the feedback, right? We've seen them throw their games back into beta. Yeah, you know, we've seen them true. push things off to try and sort of, you know, get them right. Yeah. Um, and so now <laughs> they're like, well, you know what? We're going to push forward. We're going to get into the uh, the cloud gaming service oh, yeah. <laughs> business. So, yeah, um, they Spencer, announced like uh, he like he talked. He like predicted this. Right. Remember oh, that yeah, what totally. we talked about earlier? This is what he was talking yes. about. Yeah. Yeah. This is their competition. This, according to Phil, is his competition, right? Yeah. So, uh, but from The Verge, real quick, Manny, uh, we have, uh, a, a story here. Uh, at its 2020 hardware event today, Amazon announced a cloud gaming platform called Luna. The news is, isn't too surprising. The service has been rumored since last year, previously codenamed Tempo, while an Amazon made game controller leaked out just ahead of today's event. It's not clear when Luna will launch widely, but it will initially be available on PC, Mac, Fire TV, and iPhone and iPad. <laughs> uh, but in parentheses, a little bit of an asterisk here via web apps, which I think is something that we do have to sort of pin, right? Yeah. Because we'll come back to that. Yeah. Uh, with Android version planned for, for after launch in a, in a, a, t- a twist that no one saw coming. <laughs> um, Amazon says that interested users in the U.S. can request early access to the service starting today, which isn't today. I think it's yesterday or the day before. Yeah. 
There's no word on international availability. The service will be available for an introductory price in quotes of $5.99. Again, we'll come back to that. A month during its early access phase, which gives subscribers the ability to play Luna Plus channel games across two devices simultaneously and offers 4K60 resolution for quote unquote select titles. There's a lot of, there's a lot of quotes and parentheses mm, in here, man. Reminds me of Google. <laughs> That's quite a bit. Naturally. Yeah, naturally, it will be powered by AWS, Amazon's ubiquitous web platform. Manny, mm. talk to me, buddy. Well, this is what all did I just very say? interesting. <laughs> what did I say? Well, okay, so we knew this was coming. It's finally here. And mm. the, the, what sticks out to me the most is, I mean, yes, huge parallels to Stadia. Like, very huge. Right. And yes. we know, like, the problem with Stadia is, like, you don't have any games. And the games you do have, we have to buy them individually. So, yes. you know, it's definitely, you know, Game Pass has them beat, especially now with xCloud. But right. um, w- what's interesting here is that they're doing something that Microsoft has yet to be able to do, and they're releasing on iPhone and iPad. Mm-hmm. Right. And so yeah, yeah those that, aforementioned web apps. Yes. So that basically that that just means that it runs through a website in your browser. So it's like mm-hmm. Safari. So how is that going to work? Oh man, I have no clue. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how because I mean I've used web apps before and there's a lot of like actual apps on the App Store that are web apps. And you mm-hmm. know this by the fact that they lag and work like garbage. And you're thinking, like, is this what is happening? What is why is this not working right? It's a web app, right? So right. <laughs> that's like that's the reputation web apps have in my head. So mm-hmm. you know that being your you know how you play games. Oh man, I'll that's kind of like a big wait and see for me. Yeah. Yes. And I have uh, obviously some speaking points. Uh, on this one as well but I absolutely agree with you 100% you know I think cloud gaming uh, you know obviously sounds great but then when you sort of have it in your hands you know yeah. it it brought up a whole lot of questions for me that I didn't consider but anyway <clears throat> ooh excuse me Manny that one kind of snuck up on me oh man uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, yeah so you're right. The fact that it's available on iPhone and iPad versus the Android. So first, right, the, yeah. the iOS uh, devices where we typically see that uh, flipped, right? We see that in reverse, I should say. Yes. Um, you mentioned, uh, you know, some of the differences between Stadia and, and Luna. Uh, you know, Stadia, obviously, you have to buy those those games individually mm-hmm. Luna doesn't I mean at least I'm not reading it that way it's 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 said here uh you know the 599 introductory price gives you access to uh the uh Play Luna plus channel of games yeah um and of course we're going to we're going to continue on here with the story here but it sounds like they're they're taking more of a like a cable approach yes to that yeah, right. very very much so. So, mm. w- however it's going to work, they have they have a, their their specific channel, mm-hmm. uh, which I assume is a library of games that you can choose from. Mm-hmm. But then uh, they're going to have other channels too, which will include mm-hmm. other libraries of games. Right now, are these other channels going to cost money individually? Like, for instance, the Ubisoft channel. Right, yes, that they've announced already. Um, and just to kind of catch us up here, yeah. uh, from the same article, Ubisoft channel, uh, players who subscribe to this channel will have access to their favorite Ubisoft titles in up to 4K resolution, nothing mentioned about 60 FPS, uh, mobile gameplay, and uh, access to new titles when the channel launches like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Fall, uh, Far Cry 6, and Immortals Phoenix Rising, uh, which was previously uh, Gods and Monsters, 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, the same day, the, the same day they released. So on release, um, this is the first of multiple Luna game channels in development where customers can play games from their favorite p- publishers in genres. So there you go. Um, yeah. What's the price point going to be on these, right? Is yes. it going to be the, ca- the cable version of this uh, cloud-based service, right? Yeah, the, the whole five ninety nine introductory price is for uh, Luna Plus specifically. Right. So yeah. is there a Luna uh, No Plus? Plus Plus? Like, is that free <laughs> or like is it a small yeah, right. pr- Like there's a tons of questions still. So many questions, yeah. Um, and, and like you mentioned, right, like the, the technology – Right. The 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 Internet magic that they're going to use to make this work. Right. In 60, uh, 4K 60. Right. Like what what is what does all that entail? How stable is it? How reliable is it? Um, So and then, of course, you know, we don't I don't I feel like we don't mention mention this enough, Mm -hmm. but there are people and there is um, the question of, you know, what happens to these games uh, when the service, you know, goes away? Yeah. You know, or or in Stadia's case, when you stop paying, I know they say you keep the games, you know, for, you know, even if you if you give up your subscription or whatever, yeah. I, I don't know exactly what they offer over yeah, there. Yeah, you, but, but you what get if the, to keep the game, the but you can't are... even play it in like 4K anymore. Like you lose right, that exactly. ability. It's like, what? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. What What happens? You know, like when if 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 Google decides to shut that down, right, or if Amazon mm-hmm. decides to shut this down and pull the plug on it, what happens to those games? What happens? Yeah. What happens to that investment? So there's there's a lot of questions that remain to be um, answered. Uh, I think uh, with uh, you know iCloud or I'm sorry <laughs> XCloud. Yeah. Um, so many clouds. Um, with xCloud specifically, specifically, right? It's, that's a little bit uh, of a different monster. I don't think, uh, and honestly, I think when we're talking about these three services specifically, right? I think really you're talking about Luna and Stadia competing with each other, right? Because they offer something very different than, than xCloud does, yes. right? They offer 4K60. They offer some pretty, pretty beefy technology, right? Um, there's input lag to talk about and all that stuff. And I feel like the, when you're talking about the technology side of it, like those are the two, like those are the competing, uh, services, right? xCloud, I, I mean, unless you know something different, Manny, you, you're more of my, my tech guru guy, but you know, there's, there's no six, there's no, you know, the frames aren't there. The, the K's and the P's at, as it were, you know, aren't, aren't really supported there. You know, the connection with the controller is Bluetooth. I've experienced, uh, you know, playing and, and, and yeah, I have really good internet here at the house. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not playing at my house, right? If I'm, yeah. playing, if I'm here, I'm on my machine, you yes. know? Um, when I'm out and about, man, um, you know, the connection is just not great, man. And then, and then I'm playing on a Bluetooth controller, which, dude, we were talking about, uh, when, would you know, just before we started recording, right? Like just the, it's the slightest of a, of a delay between, you know, me moving the, the controller or pushing the button to when the action happens on my screen. Yeah. And, and it's a minuscule delay, but it's a delay mm-hmm. and it's enough for my brain to feel like, something's wrong here my experience <laughs> is not optimal yeah which immediately makes my experience uh not fun right not as fun but but really not fun you know what i mean it's yeah. like uh it's like saying hey hey i'm gonna give you this uh and for me you know it's probably cookies and cream or cheesecake right Ooh, cheesecake with a little bit of that that salted caramel on Andy, top stop, you know what i'm talking dude, about i can't eat that you stuff, know what i'm talking man. about and so you put it in front of you, but then <laughs> I go ahead and like slap like some scalding hot water on your tongue and be like, okay, enjoy, right? <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> you're eating a delicious cheesecake, but your brain is like, this doesn't taste good. It tastes awful. I'm not enjoying my experience. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, 
that's what it feels like to me, right? It's like, yeah. I don't think I want to play like this, man. I don't think, um, I don't think I want to experience this game like that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, dude. There's, there's so many, and there's so many more, like, even deeper questions that come to mind, right? Like, should I be doing this right now? Like, you know, I'm in my car waiting for my kid to come back from cross country practice, you know, like, why am I sitting in my car playing a video game? I mean, I can, right? Yeah, yeah. It's possible. But should you be, right? Like, that's the question. Maybe, yeah. Maybe meditate for a while. Take a break from playing games, you know? Like, uh, you know, all of these things sort of come up uh, for me. But, uh, but yeah, dude, I mean, I, I don't know. Those are, those, are, those are kind of my thoughts, though, to kind of come back to my original point was uh, I feel like that the two competing services are Amazon and Google. Uh, that's that's just how I feel about it. Game yeah. Pass, it does really feel like just sort of like an additional like, hey, here's a really nice feature too if you want to take advantage of that. Yeah, with Game Pass, the whole xCloud thing, that's definitely uh, uh, just being sold, I think, correctly as a supplement mm-hmm. to regular gaming. Right. Whereas these other services are saying they're a replacement to that. Um, right. which could work for some people if they have a good enough internet and don't mind the occasional, you know, your internet Hiccup. messes up, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, it happens quite a bit, I'm sure. But, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I, I think there's still a lot to be seen for Luna. That five ninety ninety nine mm-hmm. price is going to eventually creep up to 10 bucks, just like Stadia. But, um, you know, who knows if it's, you know, are you going to be able to get like, if they have like eventually, you know, a half dozen channels or whatever, are, are you going to be able to buy like a $30 a month all access yeah. or whatever? Right. So it's like, you're, you're going to see things kind of change. And I think there's, they will have ways for you to spend more money for sure. Yes. Because that's what Amazon oh, yeah. does. Hey, look, if they are taking the cable model, then they absolutely will. Like, hey, yeah. you can buy, rent this movie for two nights for, yeah. you know, $5. But, I mean, they, <laughs> they, it's like people don't play games the way they watch movies in Netflix. No. Right? Yeah. Some people yeah. will just take one game and they're just going to play that for a really, really long time. Are they going to come back to it over and over? And a lot of times right. with Netflix, people will binge a show and then they're done. Uh, some people they'll binge a show and they'll watch, they'll do that like four times or whatever, but it's like, it's just different and you can't, you can't, uh, you can't run them the same way and and expect to have Mm -hmm. the same success. I think. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll see just uh, real quick, an additional, uh, sort of tidbit of info here in regards to the controller, which, yeah. As they stated, it was leaked just ahead of the uh, the announcement. Uh, the Luna controller is Alexa enabled and connects directly to the cloud to effortlessly control your game, featuring a multiple antenna design that prioritizes an un, un-, un- that which prioritizes <laughs> uninterrupted Wi-Fi for lower latency gaming. In fact, our testing showed a reduction in round trip latency when playing Luna con- playing Luna controller with cloud direct versus Luna controller via Bluetooth with reductions of between 17 to 30 milliseconds among PC, Fire TV, and Mac. Because the Luna controller connects directly to cloud servers, players can easily switch between screens such as Fire TV to mobile phone without additional pairing or configuration changes. Um, so there you go, Manny. There the, you go. Uh, the the uh, latency that I was talking about uh, experiencing on on yeah. in, you know on the X Cloud apparently not a thing in uh yeah in the Luna I mean so. the thing is is like that particular spot where you were with your phone you know you could have had mm-hmm. not great service in that particular right. area you know so it's like yeah. it's very the whole thing is is pretty iffy you know. It's inconsistent, so, right? Yeah. In, 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 in a sort of, uh, a universe which I feel like relies on consistency, right? Sure. I mean, just think about multiplayer games when oh, you're playing yeah. on a wired, you know, like, oh, you're playing on Wi-Fi? Ew. You know what I mean? Like, why yeah. aren't you hardwired? Blah, blah, blah. And now we're talking about playing those same games 
uh, via the cloud with wireless, uh, it, you know, internet fairy dust that magically works everything, yeah. makes everything work great. You know, like, I, I don't know. It's, it, there's a lot. It, it's like you said, right? Is, are we even there with the technology? Yeah. And, and it's, you know, will we ever be there? Right. Really? Yeah. Like, like anytime soon, you know, mm-hmm. because all those mm-hmm. milliseconds, they, they add up. They do. They really do. But like you said, I think, you know, Microsoft is doing it the right way, marketing it, marketing it as a an add-on, right? Yeah. And there's so many other places that you can use that. I gave my example uh, with my kids' uh, cross-country practice. But, dude, if I, you know, go on a business trip, right, I usually lug around my, my big old Xbox. And maybe, you know, if I, you know, internet connections are getting better and better uh, at hotel at hotels, 5G's around the corner, right? Yeah. Like there's so many things that are improving connectivity and uh and this is a real option for me, you know? Yeah, for sure. And one thing that just hit uh the uh beta testing right now is streaming XCloud from your Xbox at home. So remember we oh, talked okay. about that XCloud feature where you could take your phone if you have a, any video game at all on your uh home console. Even on your even mm. on your iPhone, you can stream that game. So this is what uh, PlayStation does this already, right? With their um, what do they call it? Remote play, I think. I don't know. Yeah, they do. They have a feature like that right now because one of the guys at work does it. Oh, okay. yeah. So he, he can play yeah. whatever games on his PlayStation. Yes, yeah. It has to be on his box, and he can, you know transmit that to his device of choice i think he chooses to play it on a uh, tablet gotcha but uh shout out to my boy milo yo milo <laughs> <laughs> so but, well uh, but dude, yeah, they cool man yeah so that so that just hit i think it's like closed beta so i don't think anybody can just download it yet but well all right that's something but uh go. dude i think that's the show buddy we did it again, Manny. We broke the hour mark. Oh, man. We sold this show as a 30-minute show, and we've not delivered on that yet. No. Maybe we should have split this up. <laughs> maybe half of this show will be uh, the, the next week that we're going to miss. There you go. Cliffhanger. <laughs> we can totally leave a cliffhanger. Make it all dramatic. It'll oh, be great. Man. All right. Well, my friends, thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you so much for everybody that is supporting us on Patreon, and we greatly appreciate it. And if you want to uh, come join the club, go to GamingAdventureClub.com slash Discord and jump on in right there. And, uh, yeah, until next time, my friends, have an adventurous week and take care of each other. 